My faith thinks that he is conducting a TV production class. On kids songs. <laughs> right, right. Oh, I love kids songs. <laughs> now back to you, Jim, in the studio. Okay, welcome to the Oswego Siblings Podcast. As always, you know, we're always on our randomness, but we welcome you and we hope that you had a good week or having a good week. And um, we thank you for coming back to listen to more of our shenanigans. What's up, Sid? How you doing? I'm doing excellent, actually. I have no complaints. Zero. I, see, I try not to dive into my... Because if I start complaining, we'll be here <laughs> all day. Okay, but here's the thing. Having a few things that are bothering you, that's typical. That's normal. You're human. But complaints would be something that, like, is really bothering you. So do you actually have any complaints? Or is it just, like, normal shit? Regular shit? Overall, I would say that I'm doing well. I have some things that are nagging me. But there are things that I am going to either change my involvement in or I am going to eliminate completely. Well, here's the thing. The good part about it is that you know already that you have the ability to change the situations. So that's good. Yeah. Because some, you know, that's not easy for everybody to see. Some people don't realize that you don't like it. You can change it. Because you know what I've learned or what I'm learning is that it's okay to be, like, fed up with shit. Mm-hmm. And it's okay to just be like, you know, that doesn't work. So that's where I am with a lot of things. I used to think that that was never going to happen. Like, when I was younger, I used to think that's never going to happen. I'm never going to be able to uh, pull apart from these parts of my life. even Because they, I feel like I'm supposed to do this. I'm supposed to say yes to that. Um, when really, it doesn't fulfill me. I'm not interested. I don't want to. Point blank. You know, I don't need a reason. I just don't want to. And it really did take me up until my maybe mid to late 20s for me to be able to say like, yeah, no, I'm I'm good. Actually, I'm not going to do that because I'm just not interested. So now looking back, I didn't believe I never realized that that was that that was such a process, you know, that that was actually something that I needed to work on and that I worked on. And then got to over that hump to where now I'm like, no, I'm not coming. <laughs> or no, I don't want to. I, and, and, and not care who it offends. Because it's, it shouldn't be offensive, the fact that I'm caring for myself. The fa- Why would you be offended? Because I said I, I don't want to go. You can still go. <laughs> you don't need me. Kind of like today. Basically. Like with me and today. Yeah. Go ahead. Uh-huh. But, you know, like, that's the process. And not everybody is even working on that part of themselves. Yeah. So to know that you can change it, it's just, that's a good feeling. Yeah. You know? And it comes with time. And, you know, I'm a work in progress. Are we all? So I'm really excited about this episode because we're talking about two of my favorite things, movies and music. So, duh. Oh. <laughs> I was sitting here thinking, like, two of his favorite things. What could they be? <laughs> so you... And your children uh-huh. had the chance to go see the nearly billion-dollar film, billion-dollar grossing film, uh-huh. Disney's The Lion King. Yes, we did. And I'm eager to get your thoughts on the movie uh-huh. and so much more. So me and my miniature squad went on last Saturday, the day after the release, right? Or did it come out Thursday? Thursday, Friday. Okay, well, we went on last Saturday, um, and we nearly missed it because we were going to go to a later show, but we we got in, 
So that was perfect. Um, and we decided to go do the 3D because I felt like if we're going to do it, do it. Why not? You know? So I'm actually really glad that we made that decision to go see it in 3D because the experience was, it was an incredible experience. It wasn't just going to see a movie. It felt very interactive. It felt like, you know, like you were there in the desert slash rainforest eventually, wherever they end, wherever Simba ends up. In the cartoon, they don't make it look as beautiful. Well, no, it does look beautiful, but you're not as, I wasn't as intrigued or excited about where he ended up with Puma and Timon. But in the movie, it's like paradise. This place is like paradise. You know what? I think, too, because this was they were able to really make this environment seem as true life as possible. Oh, yeah. In a way that I don't think, like, in the original Lion King, I don't think the setting was meant to be, like, a focal point. Exactly. Exactly. But here it was like, no, we want... We have the technology, so the attention to detail is going to be... Well, that was the thing. The attention to detail was superb. It was absolutely... I couldn't have asked for anything better. If I, if I had to say one thing that I wasn't like... Two things that I, did, that I felt like they could have beefed up a little. Scar looked dirty and mangy and... and ugh. Seedy. Yeah. He, 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 he looked very... Mufasa looked like he had a wife at home, taking care of him, licking his mane every day. And Scar looked like not even like a bachelor. <laughs> like, he's just hopping from home to home. So, well, one, I haven't seen the movie yet. Just put it out there. Mm-hmm. But I wonder if that took away from it, in a way, because what? with Scar looking the way he did. Because in the original movie, of course, comparing it to, Scar, he looked... He did, I mean, yeah, he had like a sort of menacing way and of course Jeremy Irons with that voice. Mm-hmm. But for all intents and purposes, you would think, okay, this is just the uncle. Right. Like, you wouldn't think he was a murderer. Right. But here it was like, I'm assuming, of course, that it's like, <laughs> he looks like he'd be a type to kill somebody. He does. Okay. His scar is not as noticeable. Mm. Um, it's there, but you actually have to like, look, look for it. It's his name. They all just came... What? To me. Scar with the Scar. That's why his name is Scar, because he has the Scar. Yes, Monte. That's why his name is Scar. Are you sure you're not high? <laughs> <laughs> like, that is, of course, that's, that's why his name is Scar. I never put two and two together. I thought that was just like, you know, his nickname. Okay. You high. <laughs> his Scar is not nearly as, is not nearly as noticeable and if you can recall in the original, he has like a darker, like he's almost His like the dark skin. Dark. Bro- yeah, like he's the dark skin brother. He's the brother. In this one, he's like the crackhead brother. He's like the, the thieving brother. Like he just looks like that, that uncle that Chris Rock was talking about. Everybody got that uncle? He's that one. And the hyenas didn't look as scary and dirty and mangy. And I was like, what the hell? That don't make no sense. Like they, they look bad. But they didn't look like anybody I should be running from. Hyenas, are they dangerous around life? Yeah, they're dangerous. Oh. Around who? I said in real life. Yes. Oh, okay. Because they really do eat anything. Oh. <laughs> like, they are like scavenger scavengers. Mm. And they will eat your ass if they see you just 
and see my ass would be out in the damn woods or like oh here yeah oh, like oh my god it's, uh you know they said surprisingly they said the name of it's ed okay remember so they said we knew ed because yeah. he was the crazy one and then this one he just like he doesn't look all like cockeyed and crazy he just he like stands too close and the other hyena gotta say like he's like awkward yeah he's very like socially unaware <laughs> they literally are sitting there's one part where they're sitting in the cave and the whole cave is empty and available for him to sleep on he comes and sits sleeps on this little ass rock with the other hyena and he like are you kidding you mean to tell me you can find nowhere else he was like oh what i just like this one i thought it was nice like no you can't lay here with me so it was little parts like that that you know aren't in the original that were like little humorous and blah 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 but overall i liked it a lot it didn't take away from the nostalgia of the original it didn't make me like oh god this is stupid i want to go back and see the, the old one no this was it stood alone it was definitely independent of its of its um in itself the music the casting the visual was just incredible it i'm telling you i felt like i was at like one of those virtual reality have you ever done a virtual reality um like game or anything like that i have with the glasses yes. and stuff where you literally feel like you You're could touch game. yes that's how this was in 3d it was like it was incredible it didn't make me necessarily feel like a kid again but it did make me feel like wow this like i'm i'm so happy that my kids get to experience this because if i was a kid seeing this it would be etched in my brain forever. This experience would just be etched in my brain forever because of how incredible it is. So it felt good to be able to share that with them because I know that they're going to always remember everything in the story and all that. But it was good. Good. How were Pumbaa and Timon? Pumbaa and Timon were hilarious as usual. Okay. Pumbaa as a warthog. Warthog? Is that what it's called? Yeah, warthog. A warthog. Wart. Wart. War. I don't know, but I know you're talking about. Okay, so whatever he is, whatever kind of animal he is, a hog of war is hideous. <laughs> in the in the original, he's not cute, but he's cute. You know, he's like oh, and even Timon, he's like this little little guy. He's kind of cute. Seeing them as like real animals, they are ugly as shit. <laughs> they are hideous, but they were funny. You know, it was good. they were they were good. They were a good team as usual. And like I said, because they make this more of a movie, realistic animals, you see more of Simba's journey in this one than you did in the other one. They show you like more more about how he was found. And I mean, and all of that is in the original, but there's it's a little bit more detailed here. So who made some were good? They were funny. How were Donald Glover and Beyonce? Is Simba and Nyla? They they had good chemistry. They whispered a lot. It sounded like they always wanted to cry when they were talking to each other. <sighs> and, and, and Simba, can you? Nala. Uh, uh, uh. It, it's just like they always wanted to cry, but it was exactly what I expected of the chemistry. So it, it didn't feel disconnected. They just were very whispery, very Janet-like. They Janet influences everyone, even in movies. The Serengeti. Did you know Tito Jackson got a new song out? Ah. My thing, when I saw that shit come up on the radio, I was like, who? <laughs> First of all, how would I know? Why, why would I know I just... that Tito Jackson 
is one still with us, right. but two releasing music. <laughs> if you haven't already, like myself, seen The Lion King, go check it out. I do plan on going to see it within the next 24 to 48 hours. Good. So by the time this airs, I will have likely saw it. So I'm very excited to see what they come up with. And I actually watched the original a couple of days ago, just because I was... Because you needed a point of reference? No, just because I just felt like I hadn't seen it in a while. And I was like, oh, wow, this was so... A couple years ago... What a film. Monte bought my youngest daughter the Lion King DVD, which he is literally the only person I know who still goes out and buys DVDs. I ain't got the time. He buys her this DVD, and just like anything that Uncle Bub buys for the kids. She runs it in the hole. Lion King, Lion King, Lion King. To the point where I was like, I really don't need, like you could probably turn this on, turn it on mute, and I will be able to tell you everything that's happening right now. I don't need to see this again. Mysteriously, she lost the DVD. And that was the end of that. So she needs another copy? No, she doesn't. She can wait till this one comes out. I'll get her another copy. Um, the original. 1994 original. She doesn't need it. She'll be okay. We'll be back with more sibs. Hey guys, it's Tony. If you're looking for a little extra motivation, a little more inspiration, we got you covered. Every Monday on our website, OutspokenSiblings.com, you can find our self-care series, Living With Intent. Welcome back to the Outspoken Siblings podcast with Monte and Tony right here on OutspokenSiblings.com. As always, make sure you're following us on social media at OutspokenSibs. That's our Instagram, Facebook, and on the Twitter. So, in addition to The Lion King coming out, we were gifted from <laughs> Old Saint Nick. Beyonce released The Gift, a new companion compilation album for The Lion King. And it's very in the vein of what Kendrick Lamar did for Black Panther. But this album is deeply rooted in the sounds of Africa, particularly West Africa. It came out the day the film dropped, and I've been playing it ever since. I have as well. Because just before the film came out, we heard Spirit, mm-hmm. an original song she did for the movie. Which, by the way, is perfectly placed in the movie. As I expected. And it... Oh, God. It sounds amazing. And then, like, to have the visual, it's just... I figured as such that it would be. It was. And this album is just... What I love about it, one, well, two, a couple things I love about it. One, it's new music from Beyonce. That's always a good thing for me and for a lot of people in the world. Two, she sounds just as good good as ever maybe even better i think this is probably her best sounding album ever and she it feels natural yeah which is almost scary mm-hmm. <laughs> because it's like she this I, is your wheelhouse i didn't think that she could sound better than i don't know like some you know sometimes when we hear her live sometimes when she like remi- you know how she does with a song she'll remix you be like damn i didn't even realize that was the same song it's normally fast she sounds so crisp and so earthy and like the girth to her voice. It go, you know, the range of her voice. It just, I am honestly impressed. I am impressed. I think we're entering a time to where Beyonce, the vocalist, is going to be 
hopefully. I doubt it because I know how motherfuckers do. Is appreciated more because she singing has never been like a weakness mm-hmm. for her. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? But I think her as a vocalist has always been overlooked by all the other shit. Mm-hmm. It's like dancing and the productions and shit. But I think like now it's like, oh. But I'm just thinking back to past albums where we've like Sasha Fierce. She gave it to us. She sang her ass off. Can you imagine like the I am side. With those ballads, like, but that's what now. I'm saying. She Ooh. right, right, exactly. So my and that was what ten years ago, yeah, right? Man. So that's what I'm saying. Like I felt like, wow, she sounds incredible. Then hearing her on on you know more recent projects, I felt the same way. She sounds incredible, but this is like I feel like she's at her peak right now. Like literally, this is her highest. But I thought that last time. You know what I mean? And it's almost like we know that she's known for. Constantly competing with herself, outdoing herself. Her vocals on this album outdo herself by far. Absolutely. And so not, well, I guess I will say surprisingly, is that I enjoyed the entire album and not just the song she wrote. She's on. Oh, yeah. Like, everything just connected and just made sense. Mm -hmm. When I heard it, I was like, okay, this feel, like, I can visualize, like, of course, again, I haven't seen the movie. But I can okay, I can see this song being placed there. I can see it being placed there, and that visual audio connection mm-hmm. is really there. So, do you have any favorite tracks on the album? I do actually. Okay, so real fast before we get into the tracks, I just want to say I feel like the feel of this album for me is one of like self evolution. Mm-hmm. Like it is literally. From start to finish about taking what you, starting from the very beginning, when you, that very first time, like she says, when you feel like, even as a kid, I can't do this. I'm not going to make this team. You know, I've been studying, but I don't think I'm going to pass this spelling test. I, You know, all of those little things that we all feel, you know, from a little kid to being victorious in whatever we decide to do. I feel like this whole, the whole thing from start to finish is literally about letting go of fear and going for it. Like constantly, even when you fall back, even when you fall, get back up because you can do it. Like if I can do it, you can do it. That's what the whole, every, every part of the album said to me. I got 24 hours in my day. This is Beyonce talking. Got 24 hours in my day. And so do you. You can do it too. But you have to put in the work. You have to know that you're going to fall. You're going to fail. But you can win. You know what I mean? Like that's that's what I heard throughout the whole damn album. And I was just like, this is so inspirational. And if and it felt it felt like the only way to get here was to get through all of the other albums that she did. Like I feel like we had woman empowerment, we had black women empowerment, we had everybody empowerment, and now it's like, we have black people empowerment, and now it's like everybody. Does that make sense? It does. We're going to get to that okay. part. What are your favorite songs? My favorite songs? Uh, it's hard to really pinpoint favorite songs, because I like the whole thing. My, Like I told you before, listening to Bigger, for the first time, for the 30th time, feels like the first time. I'm just as inspired when I listen to it today as I was when I listened to it for the first time. Um, there so, are a few opening songs on albums that caught me like that one did. Yeah. 
because it sets the table perfectly. for the whole. It does. It and really does. Lyrically, it was like, yes, wow. yes. But that's what made me feel like I need to really listen as I'm going through this album. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Because that's really what she's what she's talking about in bigger extends through the whole album. You know, so. Yes, Bigger is actually one of my absolute favorites. I don't know how to pronounce the Burna Boy song, but I really love that song. Yeah. I love that so much. It it just, it speaks to me. I love Water. That's a good one. With Pharrell. That's a good one. Spirit, it just feels so, I feel so free. Like, I feel like a bird when I'm listening <laughs> to that song. I feel like I'm supposed to be flying somewhere. That just makes me feel so good. And it's the perfect closer. For like to start with bigger, yeah. Thing, then you get the spirit. It's like, oh, yes. Feel. It's so it feel that that's a such a feel good song. Mm-hmm. There's another one. Brown skin girl just made me feel like, oh, this is just. I liked it a lot. I don't know. I don't have one particular favorite. I I, I don't. I don't know. So in general, the whole album is the whole album. But I guess if I it, to be honest, yeah, if I had to choose one, it would probably be bigger just because everything about it mm-hmm. you know like i can't even pinpoint one area of the song that it sounds good it feels good the lyric, like all of all of it is right for me with bigger i think i'll stand solid on that for me it's three songs i go back to like i listen to three these three songs first then i'll play the whole album then i'll go back to these three songs Again, in that rotation. Mm-hmm. Bigger, for all the reasons we mentioned. Mm-hmm. Mood Forever, I love. Like, it just feels good. It just feels it like, feel good. just, you know, this is my, like, this this happiness, this yeah. being free, this, like, not having a care in the world, just being. Like, it just feels good. And I love how Childish Gambino's on the back end. Yeah. And if you, look, if you have title and you get the extended version, it's even more, it just feels good. And if you listen real close, you can hear the, on the back end, you can hear the Busta Rhymes sample. Uh, oh, I had to check that it's out. It's just good. Like, it feels good. Jay's verse is mm-hmm. amazing. Flawless. B's verse is just, it just, whew, just made the hair on my neck stand up. It was just like, yes, yes, you are. Yes. I'm happy that you know. Right. If you didn't know, thank you. And I really love, I lot. it's more than three. I really love uh, Water. Yeah, I love that. I love Find Your Way Back. I love My Power. I do. What is it called? Finding. What's the song? Finding. No, what is it called? Is it called Finding? Something? Keys to the Kingdom. Yes, Keys to the Kingdom. I love that. I love I can say with three songs. The yeah. whole album is just. That's what I'm saying. Like It feels good. It does. It really feels good. I know I was reading a lot of things about, you know, people were saying, oh, well, she said this album was going to be a love letter to Africa, but she's only highlighting West African culture and really didn't dive into East African stuff. And this and a third, sure it's a valid complaint, but to me it doesn't make the album any less any less potent. Right. It doesn't take away from the message of it. And I won't say it kinda is what it is, but it is what it is. I mean you know, I would love, you know, for more music from Africa to yeah be given the exposure that hopefully this album will give and maybe I'll have to seek out myself some East well, that that was actually what I thought of. Like, yeah. okay, maybe this is a good intro into us putting a spotlight on 
African music in mm-hmm. general so that we a lot of times I think we're deterred because we don't know we don't understand the languages and things like that but I feel like if you know if you like good music you'll be moved regardless regardless mm-hmm. because let me tell you something I don't know what some Spanish music oh my god I was gonna use that example I don't know what they're saying but I feel it you know I just feel it my hips start to move exactly it makes me wanna you know be involved and I think that that's the whole point here that's what that's why music is a universal language because it doesn't have to say anything to speak to you it literally you know it's it's doing what it's supposed to do if it's moving you emotionally so I think this is a good intro a good segue so to speak into helping hopefully into helping us all seek more go back to the roots go back go back home essentially to our music and another thing that i took from this album is how tight of a from production value which she never lacks in but just overall like this is a full complete body of work to where this album only it works as an album. If yeah, that makes right, any sense. Right. I like agree. the sum of its parts or the parts are not greater than the sum. Like you have to consume it all mm-hmm. together, which I goes back to her entire process with her release of music period. Mm-hmm. And I can appreciate that because that's how I like to listen to music. I want to put something on and just rock out to it. Right. You know, have my couple of songs that of course like I mentioned. Right. But at the end of the day, I just want to press play and just get lost in it. Mm-hmm. And that's what I do when I listen to the album. I truly got lost in it. Like, oh my God, this is, I need more visuals. Like, how dare you get me? Um, well, that's honestly what I'm excited about because I feel like she knows that right now we're consumed with the movie, the visual. You know, the visual of the movie. But don't you even think for one minute that there won't be more visual to come. Because this you start to imagine as you're as you're listening to this, you start to imagine what could be. You know, yeah. I just see vibrant colors and movements and like I just I totally see a story behind this, you know? Like I like I said, like I felt literally like she was speaking to my personal self evolution and like where I am, where I was, where I am and where I wanna be. Mm-hmm. Like and that's really what I got from this album. So if I am consuming this and I can already see a picture, I can't imagine what the actual artist has in mind for a visual. And I know that it's greater than anything I can think of. So I'm looking forward to it. I can't, I really can't wait to see what else comes out of this because I know it's going to be fantastic. Yeah, like we, we need that. So I know that's the little workers, the elves at Parkwood are oh, putting I'm sure. together a masterpiece. And apparently, rumor has it, she's going to perform at the VMAs and do like one of those medleys that she loves to do. Mm-hmm. So I would love to see that come to life and to see her include, you know, the people on the album. I think it would be amazing. Yeah. So looking forward to that. So back to what we were talking or you started with earlier about how does this compilation album, because it is various artists, but obviously mm-hmm. when you have the biggest entertainer in the world, of course, it would count as a Beyonce album. Where do you think this falls in her catalog? Like, I know... For me, I listen to her her music often, and you can hear the growth, and you can you can see where the shift kind of happened to where it was like, okay, I'm not like I'm good with being okay. Yeah, when Crazy in Love came out, I was the it girl for the summer. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah, my album did really well commercially. I was all over the radio. 
I'm getting all these accolades. Five Grammys first album. You know, B Day the same thing. Then Sasha Ferris, it was like we have all these songs. But I remember it was like that came out in two thousand eight, two thousand ten, she was still releasing shit from it. Like I remember when the Why Do You Love Me video came out. That was like in May of twenty ten. That album came out in November of twenty eighteen. Oh, excuse me. What year two thousand eight. Been the teen so long. It, I know. Yeah. This is like nine singles in. And I was like, geez. So the album had multiple peaks. No, that that album in particular and, really did because the fact that single ladies single ladies like never lost its touch. It it stayed around for a long time before yeah. people find like people were still doing like little spoofs and little things off of it for like five years after yeah. that. And I was like, that shit then came out, but it didn't feel like that. You know what I mean? It's still it was it's so you kind of see like where her mindset is with the music that she does. And just, I think, man, you were having the, I don't know if I was having the conversation with you or someone else, but I was saying like, the fact that we've gotten two Beyonce projects in a calendar, like within months of each other, yes. is very rare, but the quality is there. Yeah. But it doesn't feel like oversaturation because you know, these are kind of like side projects before we get to the main course. So in general, where do you think this falls in her catalog, and you think when she does release a proper, the proper album seven? Well, like I said, I am so impressed with the the vocal um, quality mm-hmm. that I truly can't think beyond that. Yeah. I, I I cannot I cannot even think of how how can you get better is is what I think you know. So I feel like because we've seen like every album is an ode to someone. We had an ode to black women. When you listen to Lemonade, it's like, girls, we got to do our shit. Like, we got to get our, get our lives together and get, you know, get our heads in the game. And I feel like she's doing that with every album. So I really don't know where you go from here. Like, I don't know. I don't know. Like, she has vocally outdone herself with this album. And I am, like, impressed to see how she can, how will she continue to grow from here? In addition to that, I think even if you took the accompanied artists off of this album and just made it like a little EP, so to speak, it still would be able to be independent. Mm-hmm. So it's great together, but it still would work set apart. I have to take them all as they come. I can't even break it down into like, oh, this was better than this because they all get better every single time. And they all serve the purpose they all, in the grand scheme of who we see. Like, they did. I will say, of her six studio albums, mm-hmm. I do feel like we need to give B-Day its flowers because for some reason, even after they did this thing when the album came out, and it was like, you know, uh, pretty much, you know, list all her albums. Who did? Uh, Apple Music, uh-huh. and they had like all her albums up there, except it w- literally went from Dangerously in Love to Sasha Fierce. Why? And I was like, "What are we not going to? This is the closest album we have to Beyonce doing like a funk album. How <laughs> dare you?" But that's my own right. But whatever. Give B Day its flowers, people. But it's flawless. If you, if you, I would love to be able to just touch the hem of her garment and get a little bit of her creative knowledge because it just impresses me. Like I think, and I feel like how could she have known then where she would be now? Because I feel like 
it was almost intentional that it went this way. Like it was almost intentional that we saw the growth happening the way that it was. And it's like, but it couldn't have been. There's no way because I feel like you would have started from the. But their interviews, I remember she did. And she was saying like, I want to be an icon. And yeah. I remember her getting backlash from that. Like who says that instead of the third? I'm thinking to myself like, well, why wouldn't you want to be considered like something beyond? Because and that's the thing. I think as a celebrity, she has transcended to be this own entity of itself. It's like there are celebrities, mm-hmm. then there's Beyonce. Mm-hmm. Which is why I always hear like the overrated conversations. It's like I've even heard people say, I'm not going to see, I like The Lion King, I like the movie, but Beyonce ruined it for me. And I'm like, why? Bitch, she wasn't, she wasn't Simba. No. And she really it doesn't have that many speaking lines. That's what I'm saying. Like, she's not, <laughs> I'm confused. Like, she's not Simba. She's little, a secondary ass character. Right. And, well, they're making like the movies about her. If I was Disney, so would I. Yeah. Why? That doesn't make any sense. When you look at who's in the cast, and the cast all have their own accomplishments. Oh, absolutely. This is the biggest fucking star in, in the, the cast. Yeah. Like, what do you mean? But here's the so thing. So, of course, I'm going to milk that. And and the crazy part is, like I said, she really doesn't have that many lines. And But it's fine. You know what I mean? Because we didn't come... This is me personally. Yeah. I didn't come to see Beyonce. I came to see the goddamn movie. But it you just have... so happened that it was like, oh, this is great. You know, like, I'm excited. Because I'm excited for her. And I'm excited. Because she was a kid. When it came out too, just like oh, just like the rest of us. So it's also like, wow, I get to be in my one of my childhood exactly. favorite movies. This is incredible. Well, I think because we understand how that works, and plus, you have a property like The Lion King, which is beloved. People are going to go see it anyway, regardless. But when you're able to co-op that with the biggest pop star Absolutely. in the world, you definitely one hand washes the other. Absolutely. If we can't get them in just by saying, "Hey, it's a new Lion King movie," we're going to say. It's a Lion King movie. Plus, we actually have, plus we have Beyonce. Exactly. So, we're going, whatever. Fuck you, people. See, people, what I've learned, what I know for sure, is that this is one of the, this is basically like when we were talking earlier about being able to say no mm-hmm. and not giving a fuck if somebody's mad about it. Because when I find myself in a conversation with someone who's not creative or open-minded, Or when they just think linear, like, you know what I mean? I know it. Mm -hmm. And I already know that that's not the type of person I want to get into a conversation about something like that. Because talking about Beyonce is you, the same way you don't talk about money and politics, politics, you don't even bother to talk about Beyonce. Because, and I'm not saying that I want you to like her, because it took a long time for me to like her. I loved her music, but her, and even still her as a person, I'm still like, I'm not sure. This bitch seems, woo, you see that little girl she's raising? Oh, Lord. That's about to be a triple. Oh, my God. When Blue gets her Grammy, we don't want to hear shit. Listen, but I fully respect her craft. I wish I had that type of work ethic. I think if everybody had even a morsel of that work ethic, we wouldn't see all these memes about how you can do it. You, I swear, everything you, everything you touch will be gold. This oversaturation of fucking motivation. Like, no, everybody can't do it. Everybody can do it with, if they try, but everybody's not going to do but it. Even if you try, sometimes you, you can't. You just can't. Like, everybody, there's, 
it, it was enough room at the top for everybody. We will all, we will be, all there. be there. You're, you can give your literally give your best and fail, which is actually a paraphrased Beyonce quote. But it's the truth. Yeah. Because there's a reason why when Destiny's Child split up, she's where she is. Yeah. Like, there's a reason. At the end of the day, it's because she worked harder than everybody else. And that's just that. Like, you can say, oh, it's because she's light-skinned. No. no. It's because she is busting her ass. Exactly. And it's still, at this point... She said it twice. She don't get no days off. But that's what I'm saying. Like, <laughs> she doesn't have to work as no. hard as she does. No. At this but point... But see, and that's, she could, that's what she I admire. Chill. That's what I admire about her, both her and Jay. Yeah. Because... They don't have to do what they do. Like, I want to say, like, you see these artists, but almost every artist will get to the top and stop working, okay? They'll get to the top, and they won't try to outdo themselves. They won't try to continue to further what they've done. They just, like, that's why I never understand one-hit wonders. If you can make it to this point, why didn't you keep going? Why didn't you keep going? I I just... Because that wasn't their intent. But I will never understand that type of thinking it just that doesn't make sense to me but here you have an artist who not only wants to be the best at in her singing career she wants to be the best at everything she does everything she touches like she doesn't attach her name to something that she doesn't think is going to be a success so how can you not respect a person like that like it just doesn't make sense to me i always say she brings out the insecurity in people Oh yeah, that's true. I think they know, like, wait, she's doing this because she's willing to put the work in, and I don't have because I'm not willing to do it. So that makes them insecure. Again, this could just be, I could be wrong, but I've noticed anyone who hates her with a pet, or I'm a fan, but she acts like, you don't fucking know this woman. I don't know her, and just by seeing what I've seen... We don't mean that, uh, Yvette. If you hear us, we want we would love to come to the concert for free. Who's Yvette? Her publicist. So if anyway, that, if that's in the cards, we'll take them. All I'm saying is, I can black. respect creators. I can respect. I respect artists. It's just it's just one of those things about me personally. I like to go into things with an open mind. So to be able to say. I can comfortably say, yeah, I want to look like that after three kids. Hell yeah. Especially after having babies right by, yes. Insecure physically? Oh yeah, I want to look like that. But it's not that I can't. She's putting in the work. And I know that I can put in the work and look like that. So who am I to be like, oh, that bitch. No. Because that just don't even make no sense. The same way with, like I said, her, her gusto for her craft and her crafts you know like she makes genius moves and i and i just feel like only a genius can move like this can think this far ahead you know what i mean because i'm a planner i feel like if i really really i don't put my best foot forward planning because i don't want to come across as like doing too much. She don't care if she's doing too and much. And I always say, what's the point of planning if there's no execution? Yeah. She she don't care if it's doing too much. Do too much. It's it, You know what I mean? Like, okay. She know what her life is going to look like <laughs> years from now. I'm say it, cause I always say that she's three years ahead. Yeah, light years ahead. And we're catching up. So we, She is light years ahead. And we are just like 
Hey y'all, this is Mish and Daph, and you're you're listening listening to the Outspoken Siblings Podcast with Monte and Tony. If you haven't seen The Lion King or listened to Beyonce's The Gift album, do yourself a favor. We would love to hear what you think about the album and about the movie. Hashtag Outspoken Sibs on Twitter, on Instagram, and Facebook. Or you can email us at OutspokenSibs at uh, gmail.com. So, if all hearts and minds are clear, we hope you have an amazing week. We want to thank you so much for tuning in. Log on to OutspokenSiblings.com to check out our Living with Intent series. Tony has been holding it down and writing some amazing pieces. Drink Um, more water. Drink more water. Stay hydrated and mind your business. I need to drink more water as soon as we wrap this up. My mouth (laughs) is dry as hell. Uh... So definitely stay tuned to our socials and the website for all things Sibs. And on that note, peace out, Girl Scouts. See ya.